Testing, one, two. It is 9.07, time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It's the Bob Rose Show. Thank you for tuning in. Climate change, what's contributing to it? Uh, Some things you might not be aware of. I'll share some of that later. It's one of the top stories. Mega Millions winning ticket sold at the Publix and Neptune Beach. Somebody is going to be $1.58 billion richer. Wow, good for them. But right now, we've got... A special guest standing by. He's the Florida Agricultural Commissioner, Wilton Simpson. Uh, good morning, Commish. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good morning. Um, and by the way, I was not in Neptune Meets in the last few days, so it's not me. Yeah, I I figured you wouldn't even call us. You'd be you'd be on a yacht by now. <laughs> but uh, I'd be someplace else. Hey, I tell you what. I, you, we know you just busted basically a millionaire recently, uh, and I'm going to ask you about the Office of Agricultural Law Enforcement busting a former pastor stealing, I guess, what amounts to about $1.4 million. Tell me about this case. Right. Well, it's in, it was in Pinellas County, and there was a theft ring there that um, led by this pastor that um, had stolen what we've identified as $1.4 million worth of goods from like Home Depots and those type of stores um, and selling it on eBay is what the um, allegations are. And um, so there was, I think, five or six people. I think we put it on our website. But our ag law enforcement is working very aggressively, um, you know, to protect our consumers. That's that's a big part of our – it's the Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, and we don't talk a lot about the consumer services side, but that bust um, has happened um, just in the last few days. Um, we um, had another bust um, last week with fuel theft in, in the Orlando area. And so, and that was millions of dollars of theft um, there. So, you know, our charge is to protect our consumers here in the state of Florida. And um, so, and they're doing a very good job. We have a new colonel. His name is Lee Adams. Colonel Adams is doing a tremendous job. He started in January with me. And um, he's brought a lot of new training to the um, Ag Office of Law Enforcement. And um, they're doing a great job. Now, are the high gas prices, they're not your fault, are they? Because I see your name on all the gas pumps. Well, you know, that's why I didn't put the picture, right? <laughs> no, it's not my fault that the Saudis keep um, reducing oil um, overseas and driving up our oil costs, which, of course, in turn drives up our fuel costs. But I will tell you, you know, it's easy to answer this one. You know, if, if our federal government had a policy of supporting domestic energy, we would not be in this shape. They would not be able to reduce a million barrels a a day and and cause oil to spike like this but we just have we're being stifled by uh your washington the ineptness in washington these days and on as it relates to energy you got to have an all of the above strategy um there's a nuclear facility nuclear power plant in georgia that's starting to put power out just in the last few weeks and months and um first one that's i don't know how many decades it's been since there's been a new system put in place but on our, you know, it's a zero carbon emissions. So when you think about nuclear power powering our um, power, um, electric, electric grid, um, it's zero carbon emissions. And so I'm not sure why we're not doing more of that. Um, we're, we're chewing up a lot more agricultural land with putting solar in and other renewables, which is okay. But the reality is, is nuclear um, should be a major part of that component. And we should have an all of the above strategy on energy. And we wouldn't be being held hostage, you know, by our by the Middle East um, as we have been through the you know the last five or six decades. 
Well, it's interesting you say that because if we're going to go nuclear, we're not doing much mining, uh, which would, would be needed. In fact, um, President Biden just put more land, a million uh, acres of land, that now they won't do any additional uh, mining there for uh, components that are very important for nuclear energy. Yeah, he, that's what he does. See, that's that's the game. It's like, oh no, I'm I'm for all the above energy, but then they take out the um, the, the rare earths that you need to be able to do these processes, and also, um, you know, EVs. You know, uh, we 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 do not have. Well, we do have those rare earths here in the United States. We're not mining for them, and so we're being held hostage again by foreign producers of these um, products. And the main producer, of course, is China, and um, we should take it. If we're going to produce EVs in this country, and we are, we should be producing the rare earths that go along with that. We do have some, you know, small wins in that area through technology, but um, but we're not doing the things that we should be doing if we're really going to be 50, 60 percent of our vehicles are going to be EVs by 2035, which, of course, the Biden administration would like for it to be more than that. We're not doing the things today to prepare for, you know, what is only 12 years away. And um, and so, anyways, the the they they say one thing out of one side of their mouth, and they do something else out of the other side of their mouth, and and of course, that's been the Biden policies, the inflationary pressures, the and I could go on and on about this, so I will quit. Um, but you know, the realities are is the federal government is doing us no favors, and again, they speak out of one side of their mouth, and then they take away the ability to do it out of the other side of their mouth, and um, and until we change that person out of the White House, that's not going to change. One thing about living in Florida that we're always aware of is how important water is, the cleanliness of our water. We, we've had these plumes that have uh, grown up, this algae. We've had all kinds of other issues. We're trying to clean up the Everglades. Tell us about what some of the pressing regional water projects are currently. Yeah, that's a very good um, story there, um, Bob, is that, you know, in our regional water. So as the Commissioner of Agriculture and as Senate President the last two years, um, we took an interest, a big interest in doing more of your regional projects. So farmers individually use best management practices to remove nutrient load and lower water demand for their agriculture operations. But when we do these regional projects, we opened one in Fort Myers a few weeks ago that's going to clean 20 million acre feet a year and store 20 million acre feet, and it'll remove that nutrient load going into Caloosahatchee. As Senate President, I really promoted Northern Storage. Uh, I funded $350 million in the budget to promote that project, plus an additional $50 million a year of recurring revenue. And once we get the Northern Storage done, what that does is it grabs that water north of Lake Okeechobee. So 70% of the nutrient load that comes into that basin comes from the Northern Everglades, which is from basically Orlando South through Kissimmee down into Okeechobee. When we get Northern Storage completed, which I hope happens in the next decade, you won't have as many of those releases on the Clusatchee or the St. Lucie, which then will, um, which will stop that um, green, you know, that green algae uh, material growing. And then the other part I'd like for everybody to know on this is not only are we doing all those big um, projects, those large SDA projects to remove nutrient loads on a regional basis and in and around the Everglades, you know, we're, we're spending $75 million a year of recurring revenue cleaning up our spring sheds. And if you want to look at what I consider a minor miracle is if you Google kingsbay.com, Kings Bay and Crystal River, you'll see what we've done to that in the last eight or ten years by removing all of those septic systems. Or remo- we're in the process of getting them all removed, but by removing those systems, removing that um, limbia off the bottom of that system and replanting of that eelgrass, it has brought that entire spring shed back to life. 
and we're very, very proud of our accomplishments. In Florida, we know to survive, you know, agriculture has to have water. Our population clearly has to have water. And with our tourist economy, obviously, we need clean, potable water um, for that also. So we're very proud of our accomplishments. We're spending several billion dollars a year um, cleaning up our environment. We're spring sheds to our Everglades, and we're making a lot of progress. A decade from now, um, the results of these billions that we're spending today will come clear because these projects take many years to complete because they're so large. But we're very proud of the um, the, you know, the progress we're making. Yeah, it seems like great progress and very aggressive in these areas, and that's important as Florida begins to you know expand the population. I know protecting farms is part of that, and, and we'll get to that again when we get a chance to uh, speak with you again because we're running out of time. But Florida Ag Commissioner Wilton Simpson, always a pleasure, and I hope to speak to you soon. Thank you, Bob. Thanks for having me. All righty.